All right, so we're in with another episode of Garage Talk. My name's Mike. Um, I've got my friend Aaron here with me. Say hello, Aaron. Hello. Aaron's on the phone, and I have Greg across from me. Say hello, Greg. Yep. So Greg and I began uh, tonight, and we had an idea about a topic, but Aaron just called in and said that he's got a better topic. So Aaron, why don't you take it over? Okay, I just recently bought a new car, and I did bought it on a holiday weekend. So they calculated the sales tax, sales tax registration, and fees for that purchase. Okay. Two months later, they contact me and tell me I owe them one hundred and sixty-six dollars because it was an incorrect calculation of the determined fees. Oh, I've had that happen. And they are harassing me, and I don't know if it's gonna affect my credit score, but I've been dodging them for a solid two to three weeks now because I wanna figure out if I legitimately have to pay that. All sales are final, usually. I no longer have buyer's remorse, so how can they do that? But you're, you're talking taxes and fees, right? Yes. So taxes and fees are estimated this is my understanding. Taxes and fees are estimated at purchase, but they can adjust them after the fact. So the price they can't, I mean, I don't know for sure, but, but I, I, I bought my son a car and when I bought him the car, they estimated taxes and fees. And what they told me is they said, look, it might come back different, but if it comes back different, we'll, we'll just ask you for the money. And they had me sign something agreeing to that. Did do you know if you had something that you signed that agreed to that? I'm sure I did. I didn't reach out and, you know, I didn't pull That's a lot of words 30, on that shit, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't pull the 33-page contract out and read it. That's why I thought it <laughs> 33 pages, you guys. seriously. I just want to make sure it's not a... Uh, a typical shakedown, you know what I mean? No, I don't. I don't think it is. I think it's. I think it's. Oh, it's estimated. not. I'll, I'll tell you this. It's not going to affect this credit because, yeah, it's. No, it's not going to affect your credit. No, absolutely, don't worry but about it's. That. I, I don't think it's a money grab either. Necessarily, um, it's they. They don't want to pay it, and so they pass it on to you, right? Hey, so. hey, Aaron, just tell them that you're going right. to go BK They're and cease and desist. They're telling me they already have paid it, so I wouldn't get fined. I, which I don't. I mean, so but they're saying you owe it now to them, right? Right, right. So, but I basically, it's like, okay, well, you guys made an error, and now you're going to harass me on the phone. And then when I try and question it, they keep telling me that, uh, oh, you're breaking up. Which I don't. I mean, every time I've been in a good area, so it's they're they're annoying me. I'm going to make them wait. I'm sorry, Aaron. <laughs> you're breaking up. What? Yeah, I'm got just it. kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, that's you know I I have to say that um I think that it's probably something you owe. I mean I'm no expert. I mean I've never sold cars. I've never been in finance. Uh, but I I think there's probably something in that 30 33 page contract that probably covers it. I mean the only thing I could think of them doing is just sending to collections or something like that. And most of the time, they'll probably just write it off if, no, they, if they can't get anything I don't think they would you. do that. I, I, think, I, I think that they'll just keep hounding you and, and harassing you over it. But I think it is something you owe, quite honestly. Yeah. Don't, don't pay it, Aaron. I'm just going to pay it. It's not worth 
a 13 point hit on my credit score if I don't pay it in the next 20 days. You know what I mean? Right. No, it, it's, I don't think it's going to ever affect your credit either. So I don't know. I don't know. People have ran into the credit bureau for less. I've seen that. Yeah, that's true, huh? <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Well, how far out are you? Uh, like an hour and something. I don't think I'm going to make it. That's why I'm calling in. Thanks for taking me. All right. We Thanks might my call. I know you got a backlog. <laughs> yeah, for real. We might call you back and uh, after we get started here. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. All right. Cool. We'll give you a call in a little bit, probably. All right. All right. Bye. Well, that was kind of cool. Did you really just say bye to him? I did. You should I have said, just said I, I always, love you. I always said bye. I always say bye. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Talk to you later. Talk to for now. <laughs> right. So, um. Anyway, I, 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 I wonder. Based off of that conversation, I, I wonder. You know, I, I remember when I bought my son's car. And, and I bought it over out the East gate, right? And that, that one, that one small place yeah, over, the dirt over, lot. over near where Juan is or whatever, whoever that guy is. And, and, um, and they, they told me, they're like, we're estimating it here, but it might be more. So if it's more, we'll let you know. And I was like, okay, that's cool. At least they're honest and you know, they're legit about yeah, it or whatever. If, if they tell you up front, uh, I totally get it. Yeah. And you're responsible for, sure. for it. But you know how these guys at the dealership, you know, they're just like sitting there just like Aaron, right? Yeah, no, they're totally. just putting like a thousand pages in front of them in front of the financial guy, you know, over there. He's just saying initial here, yeah. initial here, initial here. And not even that, it's, it's checking get out. It's it's not even that. It's it's well, this page says this. This mm -hmm. page says this. This page says this. Okay, initial. I wonder, I, if, I wonder if they did the four square on them. <laughs> oh, I don't need, Oh, I hate the four square. Oh my God. Have I told you the story about the no, one time I did it. a four square? So I went, I went to go buy a car. I had a, a Honda Accord. It was an old car and needed a minivan for the kids. So I went to Kia and disclaimer, never buy Kia ever. Don't do it. Oh my God. So we sitting there, we're sitting there and I'm sitting there with this young kid. He's, he's a younger guy. And I had, I had, you know, I had two daughters with me and they're like screaming and shit. And, um, and I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm trying to buy this car and I'm like, look, I test drove it. It works. Everything's fine. That's great. Let's do it. And he, he puts down that, that four square. It's the first time I've ever seen the four square and he puts it down in front of me and I'm like, what is that? And he goes, well, we have to, you know, we have to haggle over a price like he, he was brand new right. and he was like this is what I've been told we're supposed to do and I'm like well I don't want to do that and and so before this I've always bought cars through the internet and fleet dealers and whatever and he's like well, well we have to and I'm like all right well this is what I want to pay for the car and he's like well that that doesn't work we have to we have to work with we have to work with um we have to work with uh you know, uh, you know, we have to go back and forth and then I got to take it to my manager. And I'm like, all right, well go tell your manager. This is what I want to pay for. Well, the car. Cause you know, his manager is probably the one that told him he had to do that. And oh, for not, sure. This guy sounded like a rookie. Oh no. He was, he was brand yeah. new. He had to be there for maybe a week. And he's, he's telling me, he's like, all right. I'm like, he's like, well, I got to do this. And he, so he wrote something down and I'm like, well, all right, I guess take it back to your manager. We'll go from there. So he comes back with this price. That's like, $300 more than I want to pay for the damn car a month of course per month. And I'm like, no, that's not going to work. 
tell your manager, this is what I want to pay. And he's like, I, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, write down the number and I want to be under that number. Go tell him. And he's like, okay. So he goes back and he tells his manager and they come back out or he comes back out and he's like, my manager said this. And now it's like $75 a month over what I want to pay. And I'm like, look, I have a perfectly good car outside. And I told him this. I'm like, I have a perfectly good car. I can walk out right now. My kids are screaming. I'm ready to go. I don't need this car. It's a want, not a need. And he's like, all right, hold on. Let me go see what I can do. And then they come back and they're, they come back at like $3 more than what I wanted to pay for the car. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, fine. I'll do that. So we go back to finance and I get it for $20 less a month than I wanted to pay. And the manager was fucking pissed. <laughs> Dude, he was so angry. He was like, I'm driving out that car and I'm like, peace, bitches. And he's, he was so Oh, mad dude. It was the funniest thing in the world to me. I thought it was hilarious because he's like, I could have charged more for the car, but it was, I mean, so the four square, the four square is bullshit. It's like, look, here's what I want to pay. I want to pay this much a month and you either make it happen or you don't. And I walk out done. I think it's a great like marketing deal for the dealership itself, right? So I don't blame well, them for doing it. There's a they lot have of to people be there to make money and there's a lot yeah. of people who actually like that negotiation. They feel like they got something out of it. My old neighbor when I lived in Marietta, my neighbor across the street, he was insurance. And and he would um he always told me he's like, "No, I don't I love to negotiate because at, in the end, I feel like I played a part." Right. And I'm like, "No, I don't I don't do that. So listen, I think the best thing that ever came out of uh, the internet was like when buying cars. Oh yeah. You didn't have that pressure of having to, to sit in front of somebody and oh, for or sure. somebody having in front of you and just going, okay, how about this? We don't have this, but how about this? Well, you internet. didn't have the knowledge either. No, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah. You didn't have that knowledge going into buying the car. Well, everybody has knowledge nowadays. Yeah. No, I mean, for sure. I mean, I, w I went in to go buy a Camry. This was 2005 and I was buying a brand new Camry and I said, look, I want this Camry and I'm not going to pay more than 500 over the invoice. And I was at the internet dealer, the yeah. internet manager. And she like opens her book and starts flipping through and she's like, well, how about 2,500 below invoice? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that works too. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm like, that's when I decided from now on internet and fleet done because they just, they just turn it around. They're yeah, like, those look, fleet guys are awesome. Yeah. They're like, look, yeah. you, you, you want to pay this? I don't care. They get a commission, but they get a lower commission. Most of their commission is based off volume. Sure. So they want volume. And so they don't, they'll sell it for as low as they can and they sell that volume and they get the commission on the volume. I mean, the, the car dealer's still getting, I, I forget, there's a term for it, and I forget what the term is now, but when they, when they, they really consign it from, from the, the company. So if you're buying a Honda, the Honda dealer in Temecula, they consign it from Honda, and when they sell it, even if they sell it for the, quote, invoice price, they still get a kickback. And there's a term for that word, and I forget what it's called. But what they, but what the, but the, the car salesman does is the car salesman wants to sell it for as much above invoice because they get a commission on that portion of oh, it. Oh, absolutely. They get a commission on what yeah. they sell it for above invoice. The fleet and internet guys, they get yes, they get a commission for that, but most of their commission is volume based. So if they sell you know a thousand cars, they get a commission. They sell ten thousand cars, they get a greater commission. So, 
and it, and it bumps up like that. So they really, they can come right down to that, that price and they know that the dealer's still going to get their money, whatever that number, whatever that word is, I forget what it's called. Um, but there's, there's actually a term for it. They know that the dealer's going to get that money and the dealer's going to get that. They're going to get their pay. They're going to get their commission and everybody's happy. I got to tell you what, I wonder if there's a, like a, a war in between the guys on the floor and the internet guys. <laughs> oh, can I tell there's, you, there's can I tell you another story? Yeah, we got to hear this. Holy shit. So there, there has to be. So I went to go buy a car and, and I'm not going to lie. I, I'll put it out there. This was at the Nissan dealer in Temecula. And I walked in and I asked for, uh, the internet sales. And this guy goes, that's me. And yeah, I'm like, right. Oh, cool. So we test drove a car and then we sat down and he pulls out the four square. <laughs> and I realized right then he wasn't the internet guy. He was lying to me and he lied to me the whole time. He was one of the regular car salesmen. Sure. So I left called internet found out the guy's name, came back in, met with him. And when I met with him, this other guy was there and I pointed it out and I told him about it. And I'm like, dude, you need to fire that motherfucker. Cause that's fuck. That's some dishonest shit, bro. That's not okay at all. I'm like, look, it, it, right off the bat, you already have a bad taste for the yeah, guys. Yeah, and I and I told him, I said, look, I said, just, I, I I told the internet guy, I said, look, I'm I don't, not saying I don't, all those guys are bad. I'm I, just, I, it just, I don't know. You hear stories like this all the time. They're they're a bunch of sharks, man. I mean, sure, there might be one or two good ones, and I don't know who they are though. I've never met them. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I you know, I mean, yeah, yeah we, well, we, we want to be diplomatic about shit. Sure. I mean, I used to have a good friend that was uh, working over in Tustin for uh, one of the dealerships. What an asshole. Oh, he was. <laughs> no, but he was shady. Really? And that's a funny. He had the was same really? name as you, too. What, Mike? <laughs> yeah, we're all shady motherfuckers, bro. Yeah. What are you do? <laughs> but he just, he would, like, say all these things about all these different, like, tactics he would use. Yeah. On oh, yeah, yeah. these people coming over. Old, young. He, he had, like, a whole, uh, like, arsenal of different things he would use. And I'm like, well, I'll never buy a car it's from like, you, but you want to take him to buy a car. It's like, remember, remember, um, uh, true lies. Yes. When he goes, I just to, watched that when he goes day, to test the drive way. the used car and the guy's like, a sucker's born every day. <laughs> That's what I imagine they're thinking. Yeah. That's what I imagine they're thinking the whole time. And, and so I don't trust them. I just, I just don't trust them. I mean, I don't, but for some reason we trust the internet guys. No, no. We just trust Facebook. Facebook. I, oh, I get no, all my news no, from no, Facebook. No. Facebook is amazing. Yeah, that's that's how you learn all the truths. You know, about you life. know how they're talking about cutting a cord from Facebook, I'm, uh, or cutting a cord from cable. I'm cutting it from Facebook. That's <laughs> yeah, what that's real. what I'm doing. But I mean, going into a dealership nowadays, I mean, it's a, I think the internet's the way to go. Oh Haggle yeah, your deal. But I always like finding three or four different dealerships. And what I'll do is I'll say, okay, here's what I have. And, and most of the time I already have financing, right? right? So you can go through your credit card companies and all that stuff. So you go in there, I go, I had, this is my car. This is what I have. This is exactly what I want. So like the color right. and all that stuff. And then what I'll go over, I'll go over to the county next door and I'll go, Hey, listen, this is what I have. This is what I want. But these guys over here said I can get it for that, for the same car you guys have in your lot. What can you do for me? Right. And then you start yeah. that dialogue. Yeah. And oh, I got yeah. about three or four that are going. And what you'll have is you'll have guys like just dropping off saying, well, if they can give you that deal, just, you know, go for it. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, the, scratch that one out. <laughs> I had that actually happen to yeah. me. And then you keep going down, you going down. And, and by the time you finally get to that car that or that dealership that's going to give you that price and that sweet deal, you walk in. 
And it's seriously the most easiest thing to do. Oh yeah. Just walk sure. in and they're, Hey Rick, what's going on? And just go over there, sign the papers. You're out the door. And I mean, yeah, no, the totally. Cars in the, your hand. the car I, I have now, the yeah. car I have now, I, I went in and I spent a week looking at Honda, Toyota, uh, and Nissan and, and going back and forth. <clears throat> and I, I, I finally went back to this guy and I said, look, I want this car. Let's just do it. I've spent enough time. It's ready to go. Right. I'm ready to pull the trigger. And he's like, cool, that's fine. And so he ran my credit and stuff. And when it came back, my credit was, I don't know, it had to be seriously like five points below the 1.9% financing. I don't get, their, their credit is a lot different than if you got it straight from like Experian or TransUnion or anything like that. For but some the, reason, the they're car, always lower. And I'm not gonna say it, but the car dealer that I went through yeah. to buy a new car, you have to go through their finance. Right. That's the way it works. And if you guys know anything about cars, you already know who that is, but it doesn't matter. So he, he told me, he looked at it and he told me, he's like, this is ridiculous. He's like, this is stupid. He's like, give me, give me, give me till tomorrow. I'll get you your financing. If you, if you're going to buy the car, I said, cool. I gave him my cell phone. Uh, why was tomorrow so special? Did you ever find out? No, he was just like, give me till tomorrow. I'll make it happen. Cause he wanted me to buy the car from him. Yeah. And so I, I was in class lecturing and I get a text and it's from him. And he's like, got you your, your 1.9%. What time are you coming in? And I stopped class. I'm like, hold on guys. And I texted back. I'm like, I'll be there at five. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, cool. I'll see you then. You're all class dismissed. Yeah. I'm like, forget it, man. You know, it, it's just, it, it's weird that, that, that people are like that. There's, there's, you know, it's a sales position. It's a sales job. No, I, get I totally it. get it. I know. It, I understand it's a, that. It's a hard job. Yeah, I do. It's a sales I job. That. You got to make your it. numbers. You got to do your thing. Do oh man. I, I could, I could, God, I, I, I'd be the most, I'd never get a sale. Well, if I, okay, let's <laughs> say I'd if I, so honest. let's say if I was doing that job, see, I, I know you have to be like out there and just like personable and say, Hey, what right, do you need? Right. Can I do something for you? I would be the type that goes, Hey, listen, if you, if you need me, let me know. And just like, I wouldn't be hovering over on top of you. There's no way I could do that. See, and I'd be, I'd be different than that. I'd be the guy I'd be sitting over there going, look, this car is great, but let me tell you what's wrong. Oh, so you're one of those. And, I don't and like no, no, no. And then I'd be like, look, the next model up, they want me to sell you, but that's got the same problem. So here's where I would go. Are you sure you're in the right profession? I think you should be going over <laughs> selling cars. Man. I know that's what I would do. You man. should start your own used car I'd lot. The, I'd be the worst car salesman ever. <laughs> I'd be like, look, you don't want any of the cars we got right now. Go across the street. <laughs> That'd be me, dude. I couldn't do it. How about this? How about you just stand in like, or sit in one spot, have a desk and have a microphone and just have it all over on the loud. Hey, no, you don't <laughs> right. want that you one. You want that not one. Not that one over there. No, no, Everybody no, Everybody no. over here. Wait, wait. <laughs> I have an echo somewhere. Where's my, where's my thing? <laughs> it would sound like this. <laughs> it would sound like this. Buy a different car. I like that. <laughs> That's it. it would just be if like you echoing, have to cut this part out. It would just I don't be care. echoing really across cool. the across the lot, man. I say we need to get a soundboard. <laughs> How funny is that? That's great. I've been wanting to use that effect forever. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean that the last car that I have, and this was this was kind of funny. So I did all the negotiating. So I'm, I'm acting like I'm a professional, right? And it's mm -hmm. all. But I've had my trials and tribulations when it comes to buying a car and I've got everything set. And I actually drove 70 miles to this dealership that I hooked up with. And I'll do that. I'll go that extra mile to, to get that extra hundred bucks off a car a month. I mean, it's just, you right, gotta do it. Right. right. 
So I get there, everything's finalized. We're done I'm through the financing part of it. They've already taken my used car. Seriously, they've already taken it. I think they're going huh. to wash it, to flip it really quick. <laughs> right. Whatever they're gonna do. Get it ready to sell. I come just just before they, they come out with the keys, they go, they go, hey, we need an extra 500 bucks to make this deal go through. I go, whoa, 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 I've already paid. Right. I've already signed on the dial line. We're good to go. I basically it's almost have the keys in my Yeah, hand. it's a done deal. So you know what I did? I go, nope. I go, bring my car back. Straight out. They had to go find it. I don't know where it was at. <laughs> they could have parked it like about two blocks down. I don't know right. what it was. So they brought that car back. I asked them for the keys. I got back in the car and I drove off. I go, really? later. I go, I'm not going to have you try to shank me for a dollar, two fifty, right. five hundred bucks. I just it's, at some point it's a they got to at some point they got to eat it. They got to eat yeah. it. They got it. They, you got to say, you know what? This is what we did. We made this sale. Right. We got to eat this five hundred bucks. So big guess what deal. happened? Big so deal. like I told you, I had to drive about seventy mm -hmm. miles over there. So guess what happened? Uh huh. The next day on a Saturday, I get a call from the dealership, and they're going, "Hey, Greg, we made the deal happen." Well, I thought it already happened to begin with, but right. we go, "We made the deal happen." I go, "Well, I'm not driving." all the way back there just to get dicked again. Right. So you know what they did? They made the deal happen. They drove that sucker all the way back to my house. Nice. And a guy had to follow him in the back to take, so him, they back take home. him back. Yeah, this is before Uber, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah. No, that's totally cool. I mean, cool. good never story, had that but happen. just, you know, you don't have to take it in the shorts. Right. No, for you sure. You don't. But no, there for is, sure. Yeah, but there's also points with the dealership. There's some people that, that, I know they gotta that like no, that. No. They believe in that. They, mm. they That makes them feel good. I like the challenge. I see, and I don't. I've done my research. I'm ready to go. Sure. I'm like Tom, Tom Cruise that way. I've done my research. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get in my car and drive away. Wait, did so, you say let's Tom just Cruise? I did. That whole, I've done yeah. my research. Don't be so glib. Got it. Yeah, okay. just, just a joke. Love you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your first car? Oh, you're going to love this one. So a 1980 Mustang. Now, I'm not going to date myself, but I got this in 1995. <laughs> A 1980 this, Mustang. A 1980 Mustang. How and white are you? Well, here's the deal. My God. I really wanted a truck. I just wanted to, like a small pickup <gasps> truck that everybody else had, and that's what I wanted. You know what I wanted? What? A Mustang. <laughs> not even going to lie, dude. I had yeah, this but Mustang. Not, not my type of Mustang. They wanted to sell it. No, it was a, it was a 65, maybe no, 64. Um, it had a 302 with a blower. And um, it had a cracked frame, and they wanted to sell it to me for $1,000. And at 17, I wanted to buy it. I was like, oh, my God, I don't care about a cracked frame. I've taken metal shop. I can arc weld that shit. Right. My parents wouldn't do it. 302 with a blower, dude, you can't put that in a 17-year-old's hands. I can't imagine the insurance on something like <laughs> oh, that. Oh, my dude, my parents <laughs> tried to talk to me about that. I have no idea, bro. I just wanted the damn car because, God. So... My dad had money, so that wasn't an issue. What really blew me away, I didn't care what type of car. If it had two wheels, three wheels, it didn't matter. I just wanted a car. Right. Right. Not like the millennials nowadays. Yo. They don't even want to drive. Oh. That's what I've like been that hearing chick lately. chick on Dr. Phil. 
I have even seen it. There was a chick on Dr. Phil, and she was like, I don't want a Mercedes. That's not good enough. I did. I'm like, a Mercedes isn't good enough. I hope someone someone tackled her. I had an 87 Nissan Pulsar, man. 87 Nissan Pulsar. I had T-tops, and my back uh, hatch came off. So it was... It was like a convertible with a roll bar. and uh, Wait, that thing had a roll bar? Well, because the back hatch came off. Right. And so you had that roll bar over the back seat and then the T-top. So you had that perfect T on the top. Dude, I thought I was the shit. You know, I I wonder why they called it the Pulsar. I mean, the guy in the marketing department back then just must have been stoned, high, drunk, or whatever. I don't know. It had a hundred and I'll never forget. It had 125 horsepower. It was, um, that's pretty good for back then. It was, uh, it was a (laughs) stick shift and dude, I thought I was the shit, bro. (laughs) I really did. But I'll tell you what, with this 1980 Mustang. And so I'll tell you, it came broken straight out. We had to tow it. Yeah. We had to tow it back. So it didn't even start. $800 $800 for this thing. It's like your golf cart, bro. Yeah, but I was so stoked to have this thing. So stoked. So we got it back. And the reason why my pops like got that for me, because he wanted me to work on the car, and I totally get, and I totally love what he did for me on that. So it was like changing out the starter, hitting the carburetor, and right. doing all that stuff. And it, it, it made me like learn a lot about cars. But when I got this thing, I'm like, okay, I'm thinking as a kid, as 17, 16, 17, I'm thinking, oh, dude, I'm going to get this running that weekend and I'm out the door. <laughs> right. That's right? what we always think, right? No, nah, that wasn't the case. Yeah. And so when I finally got this thing working, I'm going out and dude, I feel like the biggest shit in the world. And it really, <laughs> I got to be honest with you and being in high school, as long as you had a car, you were getting checks. Uh, Straight out, you could have the ugliest damn fucking car in the world. You were getting checks. I don't know, dude. I mean, that wasn't the way it was in my high school, and I'm a few years older than you. Um, but I, I remember, I remember pulling in. So I was, I was really into my stereo. Oh god, I think we all were back oh, then. Oh my! So when I, so the '87 Nissan Pulsar, right? I was involved in the buying process ish. Like my mom took me with her to make sure I was going to be okay with the car because I knew I was getting it at 18, right? So when I turned 16 and I started, I started driving and I, I got my license. I bought I bought a I bought two 12 inch MTX and <laughs> and an amp, and I put it in the back of the car and she was like, "What the hell is this? I don't want that playing." So I had to go to Radio Shack and buy a toggle switch. Your poor mom. <laughs> yeah, serious. So I had to go. I, I went to Radio Shack and I bought a toggle switch and I inserted the toggle switch. I installed it in the side. So it was between the, the power from the amp. So I could just turn the power to the amp off and the amp would shut off. Wait, she allowed you to do this though or <laughs> she had no clue? She allowed me to do it, bro. She allowed me to anything so that she didn't have to deal with those speakers booming in her face. And so I would, I'd borrow the car, I'd flip the toggle switch on and I'd go ride. And Wait, I'd, so we got it. We got to all hear what you were thumping. It's either got to be back then Coolio, Snoop Dogg oh, or man. NWA. It was probably Dr. Dre and Ice Cube. Oh, and, those were the best. Those were one of my and first then, tapes. And then once tapes. It, yeah, once he <laughs> had yeah, tapes for real. Too short, maybe too short. Absolutely. A little. Um, uh, and then and then when I, when I finally, when the car became mine, it was uh, DJ Magic Mike. 
It was in Techmaster. And if you haven't well, heard that, you guys owe it to yourself to listen to Techmaster with your just bass. So I think I went uh, old school and listened oh to the Fat God. Boys. Well, no, I mean, I was into <laughs> Melly Mel and the Fab Five. I mean, for sure, dude. I was into that kind of stuff all, all the time, dude. And Ella Cool J, I mean, that, that's who I grew up with. I mean, yeah. I totally grew we up all, with all well, of those Well, when guys. you live in Southern California, that's what you grew up with. You live in Southern California, you grew up with Too Short. Everything. The first rap song I ever heard was Too Short, Dope Fiend Beat. Oh, mine was and, NWA. And, and when I got that tape, I was like totally oh, stuck. man, I was hooked. I was hooked. I, I, I got to play you this song sometime. We can't play it on the air. It's, it's not good. But I got to Oh, so we're saying me. fuck shit and all that stuff, but oh, we can't no, play that on it's there. It's all about bitches. It's all bitches <laughs> on my mind. I can't hold back. Now's the time. All you loud mouth bitches talk too much and your dick teasing bitches never fuck. That's, that was dope fiend beat, dude. And I think it you was, just got an A in the old school rap. And I was, Congratulations. I was so hooked, bro. I was like. Rap is my thing. Yeah, but we got we got to come back a little bit. So our first car is yeah, first car. Stuff. So mine was an East, uh, an eighty seven Nissan Pulsar. Yeah, um, yours was a nineteen eighty Mustang Midnight Blue Mustang. Nice. Yeah, I think the worst time they ever made cars back then. I mean, like anything in the the late seventies or early eighties, I guess were junk. I wonder what Aaron's first car was. Oh, do we got to hear? Should this. we get him back on the phone? Okay, can we take a guess before you call him? All right, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. All right, um, a 1992 <laughs> Honda Civic. <laughs> it was red. No way, dude. He's older than you. He's a year younger than I'm me. Not, There's I'm no way it was a 92. I, I could totally see that. All right, and, I'm calling him right now. And it had an exhaust. I'm calling him right now. Let's call the shit out of this fool. Is he going to say hello? I don't know. We'll find out right now. Where you at, Aaron? Answer the phone. You think he's in a dead zone right now? No, dude. It keeps ringing. It would go straight to voicemail. He could be like at the cash register getting beer right now. He and could not be. wanting to pick up. He, well, I mean, that makes sense. Reach Aaron with Emmy. All right. Uh -oh. All right. All right. We'll call him back in a second. I wonder <laughs> what his first car was. Now, I'm going to bet you it was like a beater. I'm well, gonna, that is I'm gonna a say, beater. what a uh, 92 Hondas. Well, the, actually back Come then, it would have been, that would have been, been brand new, dude. Yeah. That would have been bomb, bro. I Maybe mean, like a 79. I started, Challenger, I started Charger. driving in 1990. Nah. I, I mean, God, dude, no, I was that, 93. Yeah. That would have been a brand new car to me, bro. And I was, I know all the bitches drove. Oh, that. but what I was going to say about my car is, is I would like pull into the parking lot. And I, I mean, it was a, it was a red <laughs> fucking 87 Nissan Pulsar. It wasn't a great car. Like it, it I mean, I liked it's, it. It sounded like it had a tape deck in it though. Oh, well, I don't know. Or even CD think, player. It, no, it didn't even have Nothing. that. Didn't have it shit. Air conditioning? Didn't have, it had air conditioning. Four it, wheels? It had four wheels. <laughs> it had power steering. Um, later on, I bought a truck that had no air conditioning, no power steering, and no radio. Oh, we got to hear about the Pulsar, though. Yeah. So this is so, like when you were a junior in high school, right? This yeah, I was like, I was about. like a sophomore, junior in high yeah. school, and and um, like I would pull in, and people would be like, "Man, was that your system bumping?" But that's where I grew up. I grew up. I grew up in an area where that was kind of that was cool. Yeah. I mean, out here, if I put if I put <laughs> dude, if I put fucking if I put a sub in my car and I was booming, 
people would be like, who is that? Well, you'd be pulled over. Oh, my God. It's it's freaking ridiculous. But 20 years ago, it was because... A lot of the systems they went, they didn't have the built-in systems like they do with like the newer. Cars, oh yeah, no, no, you no, just not don't at go all. out no. to like Harbor Absolutely. Boulevard and buy one for like. 50 and and, bucks. and you you buy it with the with the ten inch sub in the back. Yeah, and the power, yeah, no, 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 no. Maybe at the flea market, but <clears throat> no, you don't you don't get that anymore. Oh, flea market. So are the best deals. I lived ever. in Palm Springs <laughs> and I needed a new stair, a new head unit for my car, and um, and I I went to the Indio swap meet. And for $99, I got this head unit for my car. It played tapes. We didn't have CDs yet. And I put this head unit in my car. And the, the, the volume, I swear to God, the volume, <laughs> when you turn the volume up, it'd be like. I'm kind of liking that a little bit. It's like, it was all fuzzy. You had to find just the right spot. So it, you, it needed a gentle touch. It, you had to it. find just, and, and people go to try and adjust it. I'd be like, whoa, 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 don't touch my shit. Don't touch a white <laughs> guy's radio. Don't touch it. It won't play. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is the volume that we listen to it at. This is all we got. Yeah, it was fucking funny. So dude. I got to tell you what, when they started coming out with CDs and all that stuff. So tapes are done. CDs are like, like back in action or like in action. And all of a sudden, dude, it's like. Dude, I got a Crutchfield story for you. Well, here, listen to this. <laughs> so what is it that everybody was doing? They were going to Tower Records. That yeah, were hitting yeah. like, you know, uh, the goodies and all oh, that yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. And just buying CDs like crazy. And mm-hmm. one of my favorite CDs, it was like Stone Temple Pilots and Metallica. What were your first CDs? Well, those were my two first uh, CDs, no, I, but also the Dog Pound so was my, like my, my first CD. My no. first, let me see if I can think of all three of them. I got three CDs for you Christmas. You actually remember, you remember your first I remember CDs. two of the three. Let me try and figure out the third one. I got three CDs for Christmas. Frank Sinatra does and Christmas. <laughs> it might as well have been, bro. Wait till you hear it. I got three CDs for Christmas and it was, um, it was like the Christmas I got like the CD player. So I, I had to be like. 10th grade or something like Are that. We talking, we're just talking about like a, a in the CD house, in in the, the house. Yeah, like yeah, for my yeah, room. Yeah. yeah. For my room. And, um, one of them was Bobby Brown. There's nothing wrong with Bobby Brown. Didn't there's, you do like Ghostbusters too? There's all kinds of stuff wrong with Bobby Brown, bro. <laughs> I like Bobby Brown. I, but yeah, this was this was like Tenderoni and, and that kind of, this was like that kind of stuff. This was that CD. And wait, you ready for the second one? I can't wait. The second dude. one was um, Whitney Houston. Nope, nope, nope. The second one, <laughs> Whitney Houston. What a dick. No, the second one was uh, uh, Phantom of the Opera. No, there's nothing. Actually, that's... Phantom of the Opera, bro. And I got I had Phantom of the Opera on CD. Did that CD. come from your mom? Or your uh, yeah, from my yeah, parents. Yeah. yeah, I was always... So when I was a kid, you know, I, you know, my parents took me to Phantom of the Opera, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. And so I got that CD, and I, like, I know every word to every song in that freaking opera. Who was the guy in the Phantom of the Opera that was... Um, my mom said that was like the best back like 20 years ago or something like that. There was one character that was like the Phantom. Right? Uh, Michael Crawford. That's it. Michael Crawford. Who is that You know guy? who he was replaced by? Who? When they came out here, he was replaced by... Now, I saw it with Michael Crawford. I see, I've seen it twice. So that's the big... The first time loved. I saw it with Michael Crawford, the other one was Benson, Robert Guillaume. Wait, we're talking about Benson, Benson? Benson. Yeah, Robert Guillaume. Okay. He was he took over from Michael Crawford. Michael Crawford did the original recording, and so the first one that I saw was with Michael Crawford. And I'll tell you, dude, 
It was amazing. Do you think they were struggling actors and got a 1980 Mustang? <laughs> are, are you a struggling actor? I don't know. I didn't dude, realize, I just bro. Know. I wasn't aware. Yeah, so I was a little confused. I mean, right. so listen. How so long have you been struggling? <laughs> <laughs> Since '95. God damn, bro. Well, you know, it's been like 24 years, bro. So, Come so on. our first cars, right? So they took us a lot of places. And back oh, then, yeah. we were talking about gas, like 99 cents. Oh Pax yeah, yeah. Packs of smokes, 99 cents. Back back when I Everything back when was I first started cents. when I first started driving. Um, 87 octane was 87 cents. 89 octane was 89 cents. Never, 91 octane was 91 cents. Are you Swear to really? God. Swear to God. And cigarettes were a dollar 25. A pack. Oh, well, they were 99 cents when I was doing it, but I was getting the cheap ones. No, I was getting, mm -hmm. I was getting like the marble reds. They were a dollar 20. You're getting right. like GPCs. Oh no. Cheap, <laughs> yeah. Cause well, I can't, I can't say why I got the GPCs, but they were my initials. So GP oh, well. cigarettes, and I thought that was cute back then, but uh, yeah, ninety nine turns, cents. Turns out it's kind of gay. Yeah, it's a, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so having so having that first car, I mean, you were able to do everything. I don't know if your parents allowed you to, you be know able what? to go when, out when, like I did. So when my dad taught me to drive, uh, I, I have one of my earliest memories of driving was my dad had rented a moving truck, and I can't remember what for, but it was a stick shift. And my dad let me drive this in an empty parking lot. Oh, those it, things are death. And then he let me drive it down the road. And it was, you know, he, he taught me, you know, with those kind of trucks, you don't start in first, you start in second because first is for when you have a heavy load and the truck was empty. So you start in second and all this stuff. And then I don't think they had that in the visor, did they? I, I don't, <laughs> dude, I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even tell you. Um, and I don't know where we rented it from. So I, don't, I, I got nothing. But then when, when I, when he started teaching me how to drive, the first thing he started teaching me drive on was the Pulsar. It was 1987. We bought it brand new. So in 87, I was, oh God, what was I? I was 13. Yeah. Mike, I got to know you're a pretty tall guy and all that stuff. I mean, that Pulsar to me, I haven't really seen one in person, but it sounds really small and short. And it's, just it's, like, it's small, but you were, the seat went far back. And oh, so, so you low righted it? Oh, I had to. I had I had to gangster that. Yeah, for or did sure. you have to do a, a high tower like from Police Academy <laughs> no, and rip no, out the seat? No, it wasn't like a Tercel. <laughs> no, I no, I I was able to low ride it and, and get my seat all the way back. But it was funny because my dad would teach me. My dad would teach me how to. Um, like one of the lessons and I'll as never far as forget it. we're talking about the stick, like teaching yeah. on a stick, because my pops taught me. The my same dad thing. was like, put it in first. He's like, I want you to keep it at 1500 RPMs Pop and I want clutch. you to get the third gear and I don't want it to change 1500. And if it changed, he stopped me. We started over. Well, now I have to try that. And oh, it was, it's hard. It's tough. And then he taught me how to shift without the clutch, put it in first. And then you, 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 Pop the you gear. start, you start going. And then he taught me how to bring it from first to second without using the clutch. So one time I was up in Beverly Hills, I'm up in the Hills looking at houses and my clutch goes out. And I'm freaking out, dude. I'm totally freaking out. And wait, did you? Okay, so back then you probably only had five bucks in your pocket. There was no cell phones. I'm like, which house do we go knock on? These are big yeah. houses. And how do I get through the gate? Yeah, you know what I mean? Sandwich in the back of there. <laughs> you no, know, for real, bro. Uh, maybe a quarter and for the so, payphone when they had no. Them out and there. then it occurs to me, holy crap! My dad prepared me for this moment. And I was like, I got it. Get back in the car. And I put it in first. And I started the car and it jumps and you give it some gas and you go. And then you, you shift to second to third to fourth to fifth. And I drove all the way home from Beverly Hills to Hosting Heights, which is about a 45 minute drive. 
on the freeway, off the freeway, no clutch. And I got home and I told my dad. Wait, did you stay in one gear though? No. Going all the way? No, no I, so I, no, I was in. I was shifting. Boom, boom. And, and it's, you're not popping anything. What you're doing is revving in the mesh, the way the mesh rolls. So when you shift, the, when you when you rev the engine, the, the mesh, one mesh spins faster than the other. And when it, when it hits a certain spot, it catches. Okay, so now that we're older, let's go buy a stick shift if we can find no, one. No, and I'll show you how to do it. I'll totally show you how to do it. I'm ready, because I know how to do it. I'll show you how to do it. It's freaking a, amazing. Yeah, I learned on a stick. So I, so wait, so I, tried that. so I get home and, and I'm like, dad, the clutch is out. And he's like, how'd you get home? And I'm like, you taught me. I'm like, you totally taught me how to get home on this. You told you taught me how to drive on a with no clutch, drive a stick with no clutch. And he's like, oh yeah, that's right. Did did he have that proud look on his face? He like should he's have. Like shaking his head. Oh up no, he should. I don't. I don't. I don't remember, but he should have because he deserved it. Because yeah. he's the reason I was able to get home without having to knock on a freaking door Call at him. some mansion. Yeah, or Because we were in Beverly Hills, dude. Everything had a gate. It, everything was a castle. And just so everybody knows, that's before cell phones. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, this yeah. was 90... You were rocking a beeper This back was then. like 91. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know, dude. This were, was like... I wasn't even 18 yet. I mean, there's a payphone on in every single corner in every liquor store and everything. I've actually used a call box. Have you? I never used a call box. Oh my god! I've actually, and now I want to use one just for the hell of it, dude. They're so they got to be dirty. <laughs> they got to be dirty <laughs> as hell. I've actually used the call box on the freeway. People, well, tell we us see how because I never looked at them. Tell, tell us how the call box works. So the call it looks box like works. Just a phone. It's it's a it's a yellow box, blue blue sign above it that says call box, and then it's a yellow box, and you open the box, and there's a black phone. You pick up the phone, and it calls CHP. It goes straight to CHP dispatch, and you tell them. Oh, so you don't get a tow truck company or like well, some nice lady. You, you get let the cops. them know. You let them know where you are and what's going on, and then they connect you, and that's that's what always happened. I've actually used a call box and it's amazing. And I like, I can't even imagine using a call box. I, I, I if I was stranded on the freeway, I'd be like, no, let me just charge well, my phone. I guess instead of call boxes, they should just put like electrical outlets or something like that where you can plug where in you your can plug cell phone. in charging stations. Yeah, yeah, just yeah just for, But for I wouldn't be dude. calling the cops for that. <laughs> well, I'd be calling AAA now, but, but back then they would connect you to whatever you needed right. to be connected to. It's, it, I, I'm guessing it's, it's different now. I don't sure know. No drunk motherfucker. I calls. haven't used a call box since I was was like 17 but uh, yeah i've had to use a call box but they're not as um they don't have them really anymore they're not installing them anymore no they're still there are they they're still there if you drive down the 15 you drive that in 215 you pay attention on the right side of the road there's a blue box and it says call box i just and, want and to now if you stop look down below just say it, hi if you look down but <laughs> careful if you look down below it there's a little yellow box the call boxes still exist just like phone booths still exist but nobody knows what they are no no i haven't seen so one. i was When's at a convention one? so i was at a convention this is super funny i was at a fucking convention and they had these old style uh phone booths with the rotary phone and one of the other therapists at, at the convention was taking having somebody taking pictures of her in the phone booth. Oh, like it was like something like from the like <laughs> totally it was nostalgia. Total nostalgia. And I'm like, bitch, I've used one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, shit, when I was a kid, we had I actually we had a rotary phone at one point. And I was like Wait, you gotta do that with the uh, and then the you're new like, soundboard on that one. Yeah, and really then you're, quick. and then you're like, then you're like, crap! I I forgot, I forgot, I missed the number. Let me start over. You gotta hang up, and you gotta wait a minute because you can't just if you bring it back up, the operator comes on, so you have to hang up, 
No, I remember the the and pea then lift green up and then start over again. Oh yeah. man, it was the pea nuts. green like phones they had everywhere oh, man. back in the day. And when you're that young, when you how were, do you remember when you were a stuff? teen? Did you have a special phone like for your room? I didn't have a well, phone. A special bad, special good. What would type of well, special we talk? <laughs> well, like did like so I didn't have a an a, a separate phone line, but I had. Oh, a, we weren't allowed to have that. It was always in the kitchen. But I had a phone in my room. No. I, I are a, you talking about like the pickup? Like you went to Circuit City and got a phone type I, of deal? I had a swatch phone. Oh, you were too rich. Do you remember for what me. those were? You were rich. I remember was what those were? Straight out. You could pick it up and talk, and somebody could pick up the bass and talk. No. And so you I, could have two people on the phone at the same time. How do we get that now? Is what I'm asking. <laughs> I, I don't want that now. I Maybe barely I want, want a cell Christmas. phone, bro. <laughs> Dude, I seriously, seriously, I have. So I have an iPhone. I have an iPhone, and my my iPhone, my iPhone would be useless if I didn't get on Facebook or Instagram or play a game. After that, I could just use a razor or a freaking MV2. Other than that, I don't need it. Yeah, let's talk about if you had an iPhone back in 1995 or 92 when you first got your car. Oh my gosh, how much trim would you be getting? I am all the so time? glad that that phones and pictures like that didn't exist when I was younger. Dude, I, I'm telling you, the same my thing. God. Well, I, there was. I would. I would be ruined. I mean, I and not even not even with like, just just with the stupid shit I did. I'm just just. I mean. Oh, just uh, like if we were doing stupid shit and taking pictures, so, are we yeah. talking about stupid so shit and when, like when I calling was, people? When I was, um, when I was, uh, um, when I was uh, a kid, I, I we have Polaroids, right? I have Polaroid pictures. You know, those still exist, by the way. I have, yeah, but they're expensive. Yeah, no shit. I, I have Polaroid one. pictures in my safe. Of and I'll have to show them to you. Remind me when we're done, and I'll show them to Isn't you. Isn't that kind of gay? You don't show another guy family pictures. No, That's they're not weird. family pictures. They're of me at a time in my life where, thank God, we didn't have phones. Wait, were you a baby? Were you like like anorexic, or were you like what was going on? I was. With that I picture? was like now we 18, gotta see it. I was like eighteen or nineteen. It's not a we gotta see it. Oh no, you can I got see it afterwards. See it. Yeah, you can see it afterwards. But I really but don't want to see it now. I'm not sure. It's no, weird no, no, me out. no. <laughs> <laughs> It won't weird you out. I just know I have a, like a look on you. You like look like a strong guy. If you're gonna show me some weird like gay picture of like you in a diaper, I just don't want to do it. It's not of me in a diaper. Dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I no, just no, no. We don't have. No, that. you'll like I, it. You'll like it. You'll okay. like it. You'll you'll crack up at it. It's really funny. There's stories behind every picture. But hey, let's call your mom. Let's see what her first car was. Oh, we're gonna love this. <laughs> they <laughs> always see. have good stories. Make sure you put it on speaker, bro. You got it. Hey, so guess what? You're on the podcast right now. Okay. Hey, mom. So, <laughs> okay. So you, okay. So our subject is your first car. So we got to hear about the story about your first car. Oh my gosh. My first car was a 1958 Chrysler four-door white that I bought from my grandmother for a dollar. What the hell? <laughs> Are you serious? That's when you could buy that a family member could sell you a car for a dollar. What kind of car was it? 
It was a Chrysler Windsor. That sounds like a, a boat. Windsor? It was a boat. A, you could live in the back seat. And I bought it for a dollar. And you take to, and they put it in your name. That was 1968. Okay, so your first car, did somebody tell you, did the grandpa tell you how to drive, or like teach you how to drive it, or what was it? I knew how to drive. Was it a stick or an automatic? Automatic. Push buttons. Oh, push buttons? Wait, what's a push yeah, button? Push oh, my God, push buttons. That's old. Push That's way old. Drive, reverse. I pushed a button. No way. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yes. Where is that car? I want it that car. A, <laughs> For real, dude. Oh, no, that car. That went away after I had no brakes. The brakes were gone. <laughs> and I got in the yeah. <laughs> I drove. I drove that car all over. How long did you have that car? Uh, I would say I had that car for at least three years. Wow. Say that one more time. I forget where it went. Did you sell it, it or? White. Did I sell it? Okay, I so so did that car, okay, so you had that car, what were you, like a junior or like senior in high school? Oh, it's after I graduated high school. Okay, so you weren't allowed to drive in high school. A, I was like out of high school. Wait, what year was this again? Car. No, 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 you can't say the year. <laughs> no, 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 we're not gonna do that. Yeah, it was in 1958 and I graduated high school in 1967. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So what's it feel like to be 21 finally? Okay, so like the gas, we got to hear about what gas was like back then as far as like paying for a dollar dollar to fill it up. Well, I could could take and put gas in the car for a dollar. The whole tank. It's like 25 cents a gallon or something. Oh my gosh, are you serious? I'm serious. So, so mom, like sitting there paying like three fifty over at Costco, even though that seems like a win for us right now. That's that would just like that's just like nuts back then. I could, I could drive to the beach for a dollar. <laughs> I can't yeah. drive to the Canyon Lake Market for a dollar. I know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think gas was like twenty five cents a gallon. Okay, how much were cigarettes back then? I'm going to say, I don't know, like a dollar. Oh, my gosh. So if we if we got to pay the gas prices. I know that you could buy cigarettes for 25 cents a pack. So if we were to like have like with the gas prices you had back then and the cigarette prices you had back then and with what we get paid today, we'd be living large. Oh, we'd be so rich. We'd be rich. We'd be the richest people in the world. We'd be like, yo, know, we'd be like freaking Bill Gates, Donald Trump, Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. So your first, okay, so you had your first car, and what was the first car that you bought, like for yourself? Uh, oh, my Tempo. Okay, so I remember that Tempo. It was a stick shift, that's, white with the blue seats. Car. Bought by myself. Yeah. But 
but I've got two cars with your dad. Really? Yeah. We bought a a duster. Wait, what's it? What's it wait, what's a duster? I, I, uh, it was a Plymouth duster. I don't. I don't know what a duster that, is. Yeah, don't they have it? That's what, it was the name of the car. It was made by Plymouth. It's a Plymouth duster. Was that like? <laughs> okay, so what color was the duster? It had to have been brown, green. right? It was green. It was green. Everybody was loved it like the green. a baby shit green or? No, it was just it was a dark green. So baby shit green. So we had to buy the car because Greg. We were Greg was going to be born, and all we had was a Dotson pickup. <laughs> I remember that Dotson oh, pickup. Dotson's not even around anymore. Oh my god! No, no, I remember that Dotson pickup. It only had like a front seat, and but he was able to pack in like four people in that sucker. I don't know how it was, <laughs> and I think yeah, that's for another story. Yeah, that's a total other story. Yeah, and that's before uh, child but seats were around. Just drove cars. So he just picked them up. He'd take them off the showroom. Yeah, that's my pops. And by the I'll way, that's that before car. the internet. <laughs> I'll take that car. Yeah. But then the next car I bought totally by myself was like Ford Tempo. I like that Tempo, though. I like the blue yeah, seats. Yeah, four speed, five speed. Yeah. Or a five speed to it. Yeah. It was 11000 bucks. That's a lot of money that's back then. That's a lot of money back then. Yeah, for sure. 11,000? No. It had 11,000 miles on it. Oh, that's a difference. And I, <laughs> yeah. You're not and helping forget, at all right now. But I, forget, but I forget what I paid for it. Well, I, that I, blew up. Yeah. So, okay. So, that was like one of the first times I've ever seen an engine where it was in the front. I mean, like the whole transmission. Like it was front wheel drive or something like that. Oh, okay. And um, love the blue seats. And everything was blue inside. It was white, right? Right, Mom, if I can remember? Yeah. Yeah. It got stolen. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know where to go from here. Oh, no, we're going to hear the story. So, okay, so I must have been like a certain age, and it got stolen, and what happened with that? I know you had to have been going to work. No, it got stolen because I parked it in the parking lot at at the apartments on Cambridge, Mm. and I left the keys in it. (laughs) <laughs> and I never went back down because I was going to go somewhere and I never went I never left the house or the apartment and I walked out to go to work and my car was gone alright so I got to be honest with you I totally forgot about that back. so they did find it yeah about five weeks later was it all stripped or what no no no, they used it to rob a house. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. Okay. There was cashier's checks in the glove compartment, and it was all trashed. And when I got the car back, I stuck it in the garage. At the apartment complex, I didn't want to drive it. All right, Mom, I'm going to, that's awesome. We're going to almost have to take this for another podcast. I yeah, think we're going to sure. gonna have to let you go, but I love you. And thank you for the awesome stories. You made this one great. That's awesome. Thank okay. you so much for coming on. Bye. Bye. That's amazing, bro. Yeah, that's that so really awesome. Nice. Hold on. Aaron just called back. Give me a sec. Did we get Aaron? Bye, we, Mom. We almost got, we almost got Aaron.
Let me see if I can get him on. Oh, I can't wait to like, uh, she's definitely gonna want that pod link for that one. <laughs> that was really cool. I'm t dude, she has stories. Yeah, it's great. Hold on, let's see, let's see if Aaron answers. Hey, what's up? Oh my gosh. Hey, what's gosh. up, dude? You're on the air, bro. <laughs> yeah, I missed the call earlier. I just got picked up in Menifee. Oh no, no worries. Wait, by the cops? How's Greg holding up? He's going good. He's all right. We're okay. We're good. Is it just you and Greg? Yeah, and we're missing you, buddy. <laughs> so we got a question for you. Oh, we're going to love this. Okay. One. The question is, what was your first car? My first car was an Audi. Are you wow, are your parents Ooh. rich? Bro? Rich What prick. the hell, dude? No, no. Oh, my God. I bought, it was an old, I forget how many miles on it. I want to say like 86,000 miles. It was a brown Audi. It was awesome. I paid 1300 cash for it. What year? Uh, uh, I don't remember the year, but honestly, a lot of people were like, no, it's cars, though. But uh, it definitely was an older type. It had a big back seat and huge trunk. Um, I, I remember taking it on, uh, a kick-ass camping trip. Hey, did you have a uh, big boombox and call yourself I Jake Ryan? On, <laughs> I ended up throwing a rod in the damn thing. No, Jake Ryan. Uh, uh, hold on, Aaron. Hold on. Jake yeah. Ryan had a Porsche, bro. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah, that Jake he's Ryan like so rich to have an Audi. I mean, oh. we're just calling him like Jake Ryan too. Did you stand out in front of um, uh, Molly Ringwald's house? Yeah, with the boombox. Boom no. Yeah. No Playing Peter Gabriel. Man. I mean, Peter Gabriel is really uh, cool, though. No, it still has, this thing was rocking a tape cassette. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome, dude. How long did you have yeah. it? Okay, so only like six or seven months, and it threw a lot. I had added the oil at the time, but it was burning oil, and it threw a rod. So that was it. That thing crashed and burned. I think I got 130 bucks for it. At college, you came and picked it up. And I was back to the drawing board. All right. So what type of fun did you have with that Audi? What kind of fun did I have with the Audi? Yeah. Uh, I think they sat to the back seat a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we're I talking about. <laughs> I took it on a camping trip down to Rosarito. Um, and that was fun. Wait, did they ask you for the insurance on the Rosarito trip before you went to Mexico? No, I just made sure that my insurance is that it was covered down there. And oh, it right, was, so right. I was good. Gotta have that insurance. <laughs> yeah, clearly, after, we're still talking about cars right now. It's been an no, hour and no, we're I'm still talking not. about cars, bro. That's your fault. You know that, right? Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the Trulies must be flowing like wine. No, there's no Trulies tonight. It's all IPA, baby. <laughs> Greg's not being a girl. He's okay. Yeah. What's he rocking tonight? Oh. A little somethings? A little somethings. Something, something, something. Yeah, a little somethings. little somethings. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tell his really ass he needs to get over here. <laughs> How far are you from being here? Yeah, come on, Aaron. I'm not going to make it, man. I got to get home, get laundry started. I've 
I got that tax audit tomorrow. I've got to be nine in the morning. I got to be in uh, Miramar. Oh shoot. Yeah. Well, and I got that a sucks. bust on that, so I'm real excited about that. That's. I hope that goes well for you, bro. For real. Me too. Let's not lie. So, but to stay on the topic of cars, my next car was a Type 10 Chevy Cavalier. It was a what? How the hell did you fit in that thing? Wait, it was. I wait, that. I'm sorry. It was a what? Type 10 Chevy Cavalier. That's a Cavalier. I don't even know what that is. It's a Chevy Cavalier. They still have Chevy Cavaliers. I do believe. You said Type 10. Is that were there nine types before that? No, that's the model after I they. Guess, g- I don't know. I, I have no idea what it meant when I bought it. It took them ten times to get car, it right. <laughs> I got that car for eight hundred dollars, and I rocked it for God, probably two, three years. Really? Yeah. Took it on a couple camping trips. Hey, were you getting some trim in that sucker or what? No, that one did not pull any trim whatsoever. <laughs> well, it's a I Chevy Cavalier, that. bro. What do you expect, dude? <laughs> Come on. I, uh, I delivered pizzas in that Titan. There's nothing wrong with that. All right, time out. I'm done. Time out. Hold on just one second, Eric. Hold on. I had to pull you off the mic for a sec. How have we not not heard about that? I didn't know he delivered pizza, dude. Really? (laughs) Who'd you work for? Who'd you work for? Oh, dude, we got to pull him off and take a bet. It's called Brunetto's Pizzas. What? And I was glad to have that job. Brunetto's Pizzeria and... So it wasn't like Domino's or Round Table or Pizza Hut. No, it's or... a true Italian like pizzeria. No, no, no. It was a family-owned restaurant. Did he have a hat? And, uh, was it Pirates? Was it that pirate one from like? Did you that? have a? Did you Fast have a light? times at Ridgemont High? Did you have a light on top of your car? <laughs> <laughs> you guys just keep relating back to movies. No, I'm not Jake Ryan. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just. I'm I just, didn't the in a dude, I'm just trying to understand why you didn't pull any trim, and I think I'm figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Hey, show up, fucker. Show up next time. That's what you get. All right, yeah, we're gonna. That's fine, I'll take it. We're gonna let you go. We're gonna continue the conversation. All right. Later, Aaron. All right, you guys have fun with it. Hey, have a great night, bro. Bye. You too. Bye. See you, Greg. Later. That was intense. I'm telling you <laughs> what, was, these calls are great. I had a couple really weird calls, man. I, mean, I'm, I don't think weird calls. I think, yeah. <laughs> it's funny, man. Your mom was awesome. Yeah, Your wasn't mom was that cool. Shit. Oh, I love her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's like we go out and we go cha-ching, 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 you know, and all that stuff. And we weren't the best of friends like back in the day and all that stuff. And then, you know, we started like once I got older and smarter. Right. And all that. Then next thing you know, it, we're like smoking a bunch of cigarettes and pulling slot machines. Well, that's kind of cool. Oh no! So really you got to cool. hang out with your mom. Yeah, I still do. That's good. We're like that's best good. friends that's and awesome, all that. Dude. So, so all right, let's go ahead and finish this one out, and we'll we'll get a different one rolling another time. Um, we had a lot of fun tonight. I gotta tell you what, hanging out um, for the last hour, it was really cool. Yeah, I enjoyed I mean, it. I'm glad I got to share my trials and tribulations as far as having my first mm-hmm. car. Right, yeah, instead of sure, being one sure. of those ones that just either don't doesn't want a car, or um, you know they've already had. I understand people have money. I think right? everybody from our generation 
has that same feeling. Yeah. I, I think it's the the new generation that you, you start dealing with and they, they start going, well, I wish I had something different. I wish I had something else going on. I think our generation was kind of the last generation to deal with the whole, you know what? I'm going to get a car. I'm going to fix it up. I, interior, exterior, motor, whatever. Oh, no, don't want I that. I think we were kind of the last generation to really deal with that. That's what do you possible. think? That's um, possible. I think what really screwed things up was Uber. And maybe... <laughs> Maybe on something else, we have a different topic on taxis to Uber when we were going to like bars. I mean, oh, that's yeah. something we, could we do can that. talk about. Yeah, we could definitely do that. But let's wrap, yeah. let's wrap this one up. So um, we, had a, we had a lot of fun tonight. Thank you, Greg, for being here. Thanks, Mike. Aaron, you're not on the phone anymore, um, but thank you for coming on the phone. Greg's mom, thank Good you. Good job. Thank you for coming mom. on the yeah, phone. That was great. That was freaking awesome. Yeah, loved we it. had an awesome time. Uh, if you have any questions or comments on this episode, we can revisit. Um, we can revisit any topic you want. Uh, garage talk PC at gmail.com. Uh, let us know. We can always bring you on the podcast on the phone and we can talk to you. Other than that, have a great night, everybody. Peace out.